interesting crew in here today it's been a while i know for the listeners and for uh for everybody out there um the last time we were here we did a, a special episode with uh with father bazi which was back in august but we took a we took a break for the summertime we figured we'd give everybody a a chance to recoup um and it's funny because um you know we we have uh we have a new host with us today but and i'll get into, into that in a minute but it's funny uh real quick that uh the summer started off kind of kind of boring um and i even was was talking to a couple of friends of mine i said you know summer's kind of boring and it's like social even social media is dead you know everybody's so consumed with the kids are out of school what are we going to do how are we going to you know pass our time etc cetera, etc cetera. but uh um you know in august uh just a whole bunch of stuff uh transpired and in september uh things continued to escalate a uh, lot of lot of things going on in the community. A lot of things happened in the last two months uh, that definitely deserve uh, some attention and talking about. But uh, before we get to that, I want to uh, you know kind of see how everybody's been over the summer. Uh, our new host is uh, Sam Guma. Sam, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks, Thanks for having right. me. What's happening, man? Yo, what's happening, man? So how was everybody's summer? Let's get into that for a little you know few seconds here. Uh, I don't know. It was good. No complaints, man. The usual stuff. What what else do we do? You know, <laughs> work and have a little bit of fun here and there. Go to some concerts. Uh, I don't know the usual this and that. Have fun with the kids, family. I got to say that the the summer, the weather this summer was average. It wasn't spectacular, but it wasn't horrible either. But then September got awesome. That was some great weather in September, man. Yeah, I was reading that they're they're predicting a, a cold winter, so I don't know. We'll have to. Every year you say a cold winter, bro. I want a cold winter. Kill all the germs. All germs chocolate. I won't say where. I'm from the desert. I don't like the cold. You don't like the cold either, Sam? No, come on. Who does? Which which Chaldean person? Anybody from the desert like the cold? I love the cold, actually. Mike. I'll give you a hint. One blind guy that's sitting in the chair in front of you <laughs> yeah. loves cold weather. That's right. <laughs> Not pointing any fingers. Listen, I don't see any blind people here. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, how was your summer, man? Uh, not as exciting as Mark's, but uh, it was good. It was good. Didn't do much. Uh, you know, hang out with the kids, the family. That's kind of what we do. Um now hockey season starts, so that's what we do. We're a hockey family. It's like a national holiday today, Amen, dude. The brother. NHL started. Well, yeah, thank goodness. Baseball's over. That was a drag. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, that's the worst sport, dude. I mean, what other sport is as exciting when nothing happens? Golf. Yeah, the only sport more boring than baseball. You'd probably lose more, more balls than anybody. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Baseball. Here's my invitation to, to baseball. Oh, wait, here's another thing. I'd like to point this out about baseball. It's the only sport where they have an inning to wake you up because everyone's asleep. Seventh inning stretch. Wake up and poke the guy next to you. Make sure he ain't dead because this game is so boring. Ball one. Oh, the pitcher stepped off the mound. Oh, the batter stepped out the batter's box. This game's getting crazier by the minute. I go with my kids. They can't make it past the fifth inning. 
They fifth, cannot make it past the fifth inning. If I go to a game, I have like 12 hot dogs, two ice creams by the third inning, and then that's it. I got to go home. You're like my kid. Yep. <laughs> I am a kid. I've always been a kid. Like my kids. There's a baseball going on. Doesn't matter. A game going on. Doesn't matter. But all they keep an eye on is, oh, the guy who has the dipping dots, the keep, the cotton candy, the soda pop guy, and that's yeah. it. Everything's good about the game except the game. The stadium's Very nice. True. Stadium's nice. The yeah. Ferris wheel's nice. The food's the, yeah. good. Going to merry-go-round. I don't think I can make it past the first inning. Yeah, do that. And, and then golf, the only sport. Uh, sorry, Al. I know I love you, Al. We're talking about my buddy Alzar, but man, I, I can't oh, take golf. Don't forget dude. Rafid. Well, I haven't played all year. All right, walk. I haven't played. <laughs> just pick up and throw it, will you? Just pick up and throw it. Yeah, the best part about golf is changing the channel. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> so, how was your summer? Anything special for you? Um, you know, a lot of um, you know, a lot of good things <laughs> happening here at the studio. Um. I met some interesting people over the summer. I I uh I got to meet uh, Mark Bass, one of the Bass brothers who um who was the uh was an older producer of Eminem when he first came out on the scene. Uh, okay. You know, a pretty cool guy. Uh he likes to call me blind a lot. He likes to uh At least swear. He calls you. That's true. <laughs> and he, he likes to swear at me a lot too, but uh <laughs> So how did you meet him and what was the the whole premise of the meeting? I mean, was it working together, doing something together, collaborating yeah. at all? Yeah, he's uh, a couple. A uh, couple of my buddies uh, out in Ferndale, they got a store, uh, Chaldean guys, and uh, they they hang out with him a lot. Liquor Yeah, exactly. Um, and they hang out with him a lot, and so you know, he he was uh, one of my boys. You know, was was telling him about me, and he was very intrigued. So uh one day they set her up and you know I went down to a studio a pretty cool facility man i mean the guy's got $500,000 mixing boards wow you know so you got a $9 $99 keyboard here exactly 99 cents oh right i got a plastic guitar omar i got a personal question for you man yeah uh why do you shave your arms and not your face <laughs> Listen, I I, I miss the arm. Yeah. I, I missed I don't the, think he knows he shaved his arm. I, I, I missed a few spots, all right? I wasn't looking in the mirror. That you got to go back in for another wax, Omar. <laughs> Get the shit out, bro. I'll sit out this one. Sam, what do you think? Does it look okay, though? You know, I, I usually don't look at people, you know, other men's arms. Okay. You know, but I do notice now, but thanks for pointing that out. They are yeah, just, it's hard not to tell from this they angle. They feel like a baby's butt. You would sure, but I don't know who you're trying to impress, but. Well, you never know who's got their eyes out open yeah. and closed. I won't ask anything about your, you know, your, your manscaping or anything, so. That's between you. Uh, yeah, that's going that's a little too far. We only asked about the arms. That's it. So that's enough. What's up? We uh, we um, like I said, we had a very interesting last two months here in the community. Um, what uh, you know, what what's been going on is uh, first thing at hand uh, I want to want to talk about uh, is uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Mojo on his show had um, you know, had one of his guys uh, who's a Chaldean, um. Christopher uh, Michael, uh, Christopher Slim, known as you know, known as Slim. Uh, pretty much, he was he was you know, imitating the Pope, dressed up as the Pope, walking through Walmart and uh, doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, a lot of people found it offensive. They found it, uh, you know, they found it offensive. 
especially because the Pope was here in this country visiting. Uh, I think that ticked them off even more. So, um, you know, I mean, a whole a whole big commotion was raised out, you know, through social media and throughout the community. Uh, from my understanding, even the, the the diocese was was not happy. Our diocese was not happy about the uh, the whole issue. Um, and Mojo and, and Slim took a lot of heat for it. Uh, of course, they had their their supporters too. Um, you know, over the years, Mojo has been involved in the community. Uh, I, I personally, in, in all honesty, and I've I've followed it pretty closely. I, I haven't seen anything bad from Mojo regarding the Chaldean community. Um, you know, he's always been pretty supportive. Uh, you know, even on the radio, he's he's always you know pretty pretty jovial, pretty joking. You know, with the community. Uh, but this particular incident, my biggest issue was uh, if if you're gonna mock one religion, uh, my biggest question is, are you gonna mock uh, Islam, something like Islam, for example? Uh, because you know you're gonna get a lot of backlash, and potentially it could get it could be a lot worse backlash than what you got from the Catholic Chaldean community. So would Slim would Slim have the balls or the audacity to dress up as a Muslim woman, for example, wear a hijab, and walk into an Arabic store in Dearborn and start mocking and, and clown on things? That's that's my biggest issue. Others were concerned and, and really upset because um, Slim, you know, they said Slim mocked uh, the Eucharist, you know, the whole, you know, I'm going to buy some wine and crackers kind of thing, which is what he said. Uh, Did he do that? Did he actually go somewhere and buy wine and crackers? Is that the, the just you know help, for those of that for those of us that may not be familiar with it? it I heard that's what happened, right? Yeah, True? that's that's what that's what they said. Uh, that's what they say happened. I heard some of the I heard some of the stuff. Uh, I heard part of the video myself. Uh, obviously, I didn't see it, so I don't know. You know, I can't ex- explain the visuals. Uh, but others, others, uh, you know, posted conversations with Slim where he openly. Uh, expressed his disdain toward the Catholic Church. I mean, they posted, they posted snapshots of the conversation on their Facebook page as well. You know, regarding that that whole incident. I don't know the whole mocking religion thing. Period. It just doesn't sit with me. I mean, isn't there, isn't there, aren't there enough? Aren't there other are funny topics they could talk about besides religion? First of all, if you're a public figure, why are you going? Let's just look at it from the logical side, first of all. Forget about the offensive side. Okay, on the logical side of things, if you are in the entertainment business, period, whether you are a musician or an actor or whatever you are, uh, declaring yourself, first of all, to mock any religion, to disrespect any religion, to me is ridiculous anyway, number one. Number two, whether it be political sides, religious sides, or whatever, intelligently as an entertainer, half of your audience is one and half is the other. Why do you want to upset any part of your your fan base, period? Well, I mean, if you're going to do that, though, Mark, then you shouldn't mock cultures, you shouldn't mock politics, you shouldn't mock anything in that sense. I think people are a little less sensitive when it comes to laughing at your culture than, than when it comes to religion and politics. Yeah, taboo. Religion, right. politics, and, you know, there's a couple other topics just you stay away from. Yeah, it's a personal issue. You're not going to change anybody else's mind. They're not going to change yours. And don't be offend people because people get deeply offended by True, these things. But however, I think when it comes to that topic, 
no other religion is mocked, ridiculed more than Christianity. You know why? Okay. Because Christians, because we don't we, fight back. We don't fight back. But that, I think, has to change. That has to change. As Christians, we have to defend our faith no matter what. Okay? If somebody is going to mock our faith, mock our, mock our religion, mm-hmm. we have to be able to defend it in any way possible. That's my opinion. So if a guy like this guy, I don't listen to the show, could care less about it. I think it's immature in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to do it, then they should mock other religions. You know what? Maybe we'll mock uh, the the Muslims or Islam. Maybe we'll mock the Mormons, or maybe we'll do this. Or hey, what? Fine. Paint hey. everybody with the same brush. One second, oh. I got a major announcement. Rafid is in the building. Oh! oh. <laughs> Welcome. What's up, man? Hey, hey Rafid. What's happening? You're guys? as ugly as ever. Yes. Sorry, Sam. What's no. I, what are we talking about? So we're talking about Mojo and Slim oh. and all that stuff. I just think it's and, I totally agree. I think I'd be honest with you. Look, I think what they did I, again. I didn't listen to the clip. I didn't watch it or whatever because, like, I'm like you. I just think like, yeah, whatever, dude. Um, I just feel like they probably thought they were being very clever about what they were doing because the Pope was in town. Through. They didn't th- exactly. They didn't think it through, and I think they got a lot of backlash because they were just they didn't realize they're being produced. Because- Christianity is always easy picking. That's right. Because we don't fight back. I I look at the positive end. You know what? That even strengthens my faith that you can mock me, and I'm still okay with it. I like I said my reply. I don't know if you read what I wrote on there. I dare him. Oh, Chris, what's his name? What are they called? Slim. I want him to go to Dearborn Walmart. Okay, and pretend he's one of the Muslim prophets. Let's see how funny that's going to be. Do you think they're willing to do that? You know, I saw their replies. They replied to everybody. They didn't reply to this comment. So, really, just like they went to Walmart pretending he's the Pope. Fine, I get the joke. I really do. It doesn't bother me personally. It really does not. You know why? Because I know I'm secure in my faith that this is not going to bother me. But the hypocrisy. I dare him. It's him or hypocr- anybody. It's, it's more than hypocrisy. It's cowardice, really. Because if you're going to mock one, be prepared to mock the other. They well, look at South Park even. Look at South Park. South Park, nobody makes more fun of religion than South Park. But when it came to Islam, they couldn't do nothing. And they even put a black thing over the, you know, the, and because they were afraid of getting bombed. What was that? What, ha- what is that called in France? What happened? Charlie? Charlie Hebdo? Hebdo. Hebdo. That's all you got. They got two words. Four ninety five point five. They know Charlie Hebdo. What happened? Oh yeah. So that's right. They know better. I just think but again. It's the religion of peace. You got it all wrong. <laughs> I just. I just you think. Really it, don't know the faith. I just think in the entertainment world, it's a dumb move to do any in any, any world, type. Really. Especially in the entertainment world. Yeah, in the enter- especially in the entertainment world, because you're in the public eye, and half your crowd is one, half your you know half your crowd is gonna you're be. Gonna, you're gonna ruffle, ruffle feathers. Yep. No matter what. I agree with you. Don't stay. You can. You should stay away from that, especially if you're in the public eye. But yep. people tell you, don't talk about religion and politics. Yep. Don't talk about religion and politics. Well, you wonder why they tell you that. But how do you how do you get to know? Because somebody? many a family dinners have been ruined by it. <laughs> so, so do you guys think? Do you guys think uh, that? So you think that religion and politics is okay? What I said earlier, Rafid, when you weren't here, is Mark. Mark said religion and politics are two things that should not be mocked, even in entertainment. And what I said is, then if, if that's the case, you should even you shouldn't mock cultures either. Well, 
I think cultures are funny. To laugh at yourself is freaking hilarious. That's according to you. Yeah, like, I'm not. Take offense to I'll, I'll, depends listen, on who's, I'll agree. Depends on who's saying the joke, right? I can make a joke about uh, Chaldeans eating seeds and yeah. seeds and all that stuff. And, and, and to us. But if somebody else says it, hold on a minute. Well, it's like the N-word, right? Yeah. If a black person say, says it's okay. Point. That's my point. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So Absolutely. it should be an inside joke. I can joke. I don't mean I don't mean harsh, but I mean lighthearted yeah. humor is not a big sure, deal. I, no. I think laughing at yourself is a, is one of the keys to life. Yeah, that, that's why I I still think even if you're gonna you know make fun of religion, okay, but but do it to all of them. Don't just right. attack Christianity because Christian because Christians uh, for the most part are going to be passive with you and going to turn the other cheek, okay? Because you know. I know everybody else knows. It, like Rafa said, and like we've 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 said earlier today, if you go in a Dearborn store, if Slim walked in a Dearborn store and dressed up in a hijab like a Muslim woman, okay, what do you guys think is going to happen? You know, it's funny you say that. Fox News, the Riley Show. You know how he has that funny guy. What's his name that he sends out? Dennis Miller. He oh, no, 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 you're about, no, no. I forgot his name. Anyway, if you go on the Arab news or whatever, somebody showed me. I this. saw that they bashed them. They they, they, them they went and made fun of like people in Dearborn uh-huh. um, about wearing the hijabs and that. Go read all the comments on the news. They didn't like it, but they like it when they make fun of Christianity. Mm. It's okay. They that's when they hide behind. Oh, it's for whatever amendment it is. Yeah. It's free this and free that. Only when it comes Wait. to them, then throw all that out of the. Throw that out the window. You're, you're right. It's, yeah. I agree with you. That's total hypocrisy. Very, we, know, we already know about the hypocrisy. Yeah, they're very intolerant. So, so I was saying earlier, just you know, just to close this one off, and Mojo, Mojo, I think has been interactive with the Chaldean community for years. I haven't seen anything bad, you know, in terms of his interaction from from you know with, with the community. He's always been cool, always been jovial. You know they've had him at Chiefs. He's been a, he's actually been a very good friend of the Chaldean community. That's why I'm surprised right. they actually you know, do a pull stunt like that. Humanitarian man of the year. Did he? Yeah, after my speech. Well, you know just, that was the whole hey, spirit. Rafa, sorry, sorry to piss you off, but that just degraded your award. I got nothing against the guy. I'm just messing with you, dude. I just think it's tasteless. I mean, that's end up top. Look at the end of the end. Look, tasteless. At the end of the day, like you said, Sam, just like you said, they didn't think it through. It was a stupid joke. It wasn't funny. It just turned out they thought they were going to be all clever, and they ended up dud. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I yep, think they exactly. enjoyed the attention they got, though. That's my. Well, opinion. sure. We gave well, them the sure. attention. Yeah. So if if you ignore, you wouldn't have to worry yeah, about exactly it. Exactly right. The creep falls in the woods. No one's there to hear it. Exactly. Yeah, it's like arguing with a wife. You know. Nobody. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. So of course, uh, election season is, me- is is here, and <laughs> will be upon us next year. Of course. And, you know, we, we have several candidates. I think the most entertaining one by far is Donald Trump. Would you guys agree with that? Hell, yeah. I'd take Trump right. any day of the week over any of those guys. Trump I'm sorry. Carson, I think baby. he's a clown. You, no, That's you want to talk about a clown? You got a clown now in there. Yeah, Trump is way true. Trump is a biz, he's a businessman. He'll run the country like a business, and he's not afraid to say what he wants. I'm so sick of political correctness. That's right. You know what? But I guarantee you, he gets in the office, he'll be just like that. It has to. Or he's not going to last. That's how the system is set up. It's going to mold him into becoming that. Trust me. You it know happens why? sometimes, but I think he's, he's stubborn. He's more stubborn than – and he doesn't have to – the reason they mold people is because 
of uh, of special interest. Because they bought them. They're bought and sold. He has to answer to too many. It doesn't matter. He doesn't have to. He cannot do everything by himself. He needs support. You he will get his own people in there. Trust no, me. No, no, no. Who's, who's, okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Okay, so tell us who you're supporting. I don't know yet, but so far I'm kind of leaning towards Ruby or a little bit. I'm with Ru- Listen, here's the, my whole. I don't know. I'm How about saying, the here's here's my whole issue with all the rest of the guys. Okay, that my issue with the rest of the guys is they're so politically correct that there's no edge to them. What is it that that got Obama reelected? Let's face it. They Romney no Mick, no Mitt Romney was a a great guy. Think about it. They could pick up no dirt on him. Mm-hmm. He was loyal to his wife. He made all of his own money. And the funny part, they made him embarrassed that he made his own money. And in the Mormon community, you don't inherit the money from your dad. Guess what? When they die, all that money goes to the church, and you start over. And he made all that money. He donated so much of his money to charity. Did all the right things. But he ended up being so timid, like, oh, I'm so embarrassed that I'm successful, and I'm so embarrassed that I have money. That's what I'm saying. No, you, you live molded. That's what the system will no, mold but, you. But no, 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 no. Forget about this. this. That has nothing to do with the system molding you. That has to do with he was such a shy guy. He was so embarrassed of his success because that's the new way now. I'll embarrass you if you're successful. That they they degraded him in front of people for being a good guy and being successful. Oh, there's but, some humility there. Yeah, yeah. You need a guy like Trump who's going to be brash. Who's going to be like, especially going against somebody like Hillary? Oh, he's got to oh, be Hillary brash, out. man. He, he's got to be brash. Yeah. He's got to have. The, I like I like Ben Carson too. He speaks, you know. I think he speaks obviously very well, but I think uh, he just needs a little bit more oomph, you know, a little bit more pizzazz. Yeah. I think he'd be a awesome he'd be a great VP. I was I just going to say, you put Trump as president and Ben Carson. I'm on that ticket. Baby. And I'm it's nice. That to, it'll be nice to have a Detroit oh, guy God, like Joe that. Biden and Hillary. So oh. and speaking of Joe Biden, uh, right. and the devil and his mistress, politically correct. <laughs> yeah, uh, there are there are um, you know some Chaldeans. There are a party of Chaldeans who are pushing for Biden to to run uh, next year. And these same people actually uh, brought Joe Biden to Shenandoah a couple years back. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, Sam, you were... Uh... I was... I was beso- I, when I heard about it, I heard it from Rafid. I said, what the heck? Who the... Why the... Who brought this guy, this clown here? Okay? I call these people... You know, they're... they're, they're maybe I got to be a little bit more uh, PC, but I don't care about being PC. <laughs> I call them the bendovers and the kneel downs. Wow. All right? The bendovers Damn. and the kneel downs. Wow. That's, kneel and Bob? That's kneel and Bob? That's what they're couching. Hey, no, no, Sam, kneel and Bob? <laughs> I get furious about this. They bend over for these politicians, and the guys was under the disc- was oh he's going to help our people back home. Right. <laughs> My rear end. Listen, he did not do a darn thing. He took your money. He patted you on the ass and said thank you very much. And hey, Shannon, the head views head of Sam Guma do not necessarily reflect the views of this Omar Benu no, production. Not. That's right. <laughs> Oh, I'm just telling you. It's okay. They'll listen, reflect them. I don't know the party that brought him here. I don't never met the the party that brought him here. But I can just tell you this. Just like Mojo didn't think this thing through, unless yeah. he did think it through and is acting selfishly. You know what I think it is. I, honestly, I don't even think it has to do with. It's just another. It's a political move of these guys. Look at me. I was with the vice president. Right. And I donated money to him, and look how hot shot I am. I'm with him. It's or not. He could be doing favors to him. Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. It's, pol- it's a political move. You donate. He's part of the party. And you donate, and they do something for you. Fundraising, but don't use. Iraq. Don't use the Chaldean people. Thank don't you. Don't use them as a pawn. People. 
to say, look, they're Christian, you're Christian, you're Catholic, we're Catholic, you know, our people back home. Don't use us as pawns. Yep. There's no way we want to be used as pawns for that, for your political agenda, whatever that agenda may be. You and know what? You want to do it? Go do it on your own. And here they're here. Don't the, come here and say no, the Chaldean people, because you don't speak for the Chaldean people, i.e., you don't speak for me. Yep. So, so let me ask you something, uh, Sam. <laughs> You're pretty heated about this. So. I'm gonna break the uh, guitar right now. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you think that was it all Biden's doing? I mean, do you think the that party who brought him here? No, this is not Biden. It's no, not Biden. This is the strategy that the Democratic Party plans on this. They study all these things, Omar. They study like, okay, we have the Chaldean think... community here. This is the best way. What what do, what does the Chaldean community want? What is the hot topic in their community. Let's tap into but, that. No, no, but, but let me, so they, let me they, finish my question, though. Sure. So, so the Democratic Party, and I know that the, the guys who brought him here are Democrats, and they're very liberal, okay? So, Which is a shame. Oh, it's a big shame. So, so the, them, you know, them being that and what have you, um, did, they, did, they know, did they themselves also use the whole, we're gonna, he's going to help Chaldeans as a ploy? Were they kind of... In on it, so to speak. Did they know it was a, b- a bunch of bullshit, basically? Well, obviously, there's a lot of personal gain involved in these type of events. You know, like that's the thing about politics I can't stand the most is, you know, obviously, it's been said several times each guy should wear a jacket with patches of who's sponsoring them. That's right. Because like NASCAR. everyone's bought and sold, dude. They're all that's bought right. and sold in the game. And that's the whole reason, like I said, I want Trump to win. I wouldn't care if he's a Democrat or Republican. If, as long as what I like about what he said is, look, the first day of the, of the debate, he stood up and said, hey, just so you know, because I've donated to every single one of these people, and I've gotten every single thing I've wanted, and that tells you why the system is broken, because I'm able to do this. Yeah, you know what? I want to answer Omar's question, if they, if they knew or not. If they knew already, if they were like, let's use this to our advantage, if they already knew that Biden wouldn't do anything, but they would still use that to gain support, shame on them. But if they didn't know... Okay, that means they got used. So you have to question today, do they still support Biden? If they do, then shame on them because he already, I don't want to use the word backstab, but he wasn't honest. Deceived them. Deceived, exactly. They were deceived and they're still supporting him. That means their agenda wasn't the Christians of Iraq. Sure. Do you understand? And they are still supporting him because I know some of them are posting support on their Facebook page. Yeah, I was just going to say, I saw, them, I saw them putting that they hope Biden's president and blah, blah, blah. Well, so then you know what? All planned. Okay. All known. But see, here's how I look at it. You have to do your duty. Don't attack them. No, just vote but for the guy you want. Not only that, highlight the negatives. Yeah. Right. Hey, you were deceived. Do you guys want to vote for this guy? He deceived you the first time. Yeah. Stay on your course. Stay positive and not Look, get into that. Uh, at the end of the day, the beauty of this country is that your vote makes a difference. And it's for, you know, you don't worry about who the other guy is voting for, who vote for who you believe in. Right. Well, I, I just think these guys know. They knew and they still know. Yep. Okay. So. But again, my thing is so don't it's your use, job uh, to highlight it. Well, I have and I will. Next time I, you know, if, if I see and I hear it, I will. I'm not afraid to voice my my opinion. This is a free country still, right? This is America. Right? It's a free country unless you uh, unless you're for guns. Unless you're pro life. Yeah, yeah. If you're pro life and you like to go to church and you pray in public, it's you, you know, like hey, people. 
Come on, man. Get it together, dude. Either if you like blind people. Yeah, the new the new way is either agree with them or you're intolerant. Exactly. Oh, and you're a bigot. You're a bigot. Exactly. Your favorite word is the bigot. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It makes me laugh when I hear that. And that's and that's another thing too. I love it how Trump spins everything back on him. Like when she said, Megyn Kelly says, "You've called women pigs, slobs." He goes, "No, only Rosie O'Donnell. And I meant it. I meant every word." That's what I like. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like. I like a guy like that. Finally, somebody who's not backing. Yep. Somebody who's not backing into a corner. Well, that's why back to him, because he's not bought. Yep. And, and even though Rafid may say, oh, he's going to get molded, the reason they get molded is because the mold itself is, is special interest and is already bought. So that's so, what we need to work on. It's not so much the so, presidential candidates. We need to work system. on the, the system. Exactly. You can't fight the system. Unfortunately, you've heard that saying. It's like dropping... Uh, one drop of boiling hot water into an ice listen, cold bucket. Just remember something. There's this Our Lord a group did it. Of, listen, a giant right. group of bad Our bo- Lord did it. Paul did it. It's been done throughout history. I'm not saying we can do it, but you can start something. If you can't finish it, somebody else will jump on board and maybe perfect it and fight them. Always focus on yourself. What can you do? Yep. I always have the saying, if he's 99% at fault, and you are one percent at fault. Focus on your one percent. You cannot change his ninety-nine percent. I'm not. Look at these guys who are supporting you're a Biden. Change man, Russell. What, how was your? Hold summer? on, hold on. You said they knew about Biden and they're supporting him again, right? My point is, you can't change them. Even after they got Look, deceived, they didn't change, did they? We, we're going to take, gonna take, take a quick break. And we're going to come right back. Oh, what? You got commercials? Yeah. Oh, wow. All right, we'll be back. Big old production. One of Michigan's premier recording studios offers many great services, piano lessons, on-hold phone messages, custom commercial jingles, professional studio recordings, just to name a few. We offer the highest quality at affordable prices. Contact Omar Benu at omarbenu at gmail.com. That's O-M-A-R-B-I-N-N-O at gmail.com. You can also find Omar Benu's work at www.bigoproductions.net. That's www.bigoproductions.net. Heartland Marketplace, located at the corner of 12 Mile and Farmington Road in Farmington Hills, is a full-service supermarket with a meat department featuring Tender Ridge Angus beef. We also have fresh chicken, lamb, and seafood. A deli with boar's head lunch meats awaits you, fresh salads and sandwiches, and even a bakery with homemade hand-filled donuts, custom cakes, muffins, cookies, and scones, made by our bakers fresh every morning. Once you try our fresh donuts, nothing else will ever do. Fill your refrigerator with fresh produce and take advantage of hundreds of specials throughout the store. Are you a beer connoisseur? Check out our amazing selection of craft beers along with a wide variety of wines. And don't forget to pick up a rewards card to earn free goods while you shop. Family owned and operated, proud to serve the community, and here to bring you the best in service and quality. Heartland Marketplace, we're here for you. Help 
Iraq.org was formed by St. Thomas the Apostle Eparchy soon after ISIS conquered the city of Mosul, Iraq. The organization provides humanitarian aid to the displaced minorities in Iraq and abroad. To learn more about us, visit www.helpirac.org. Under its various subcommittees, Help Iraq provides monetary funding and distributes necessary supplies that meet the daily needs of the exiles. Through the effort of many donors and in conjunction with other organizations, HelpIraq.org is able to reach thousands of the displaced providing medical supplies, clothing, kitchenware, and even medical funding for those in desperate need of surgeries. But these people need more, and their plight is growing sadder and more desperate on a daily basis. It's people like you who can make and help a difference. Learn more about how you can help and how you can donate as a volunteer or any other kind of donation. Visit us at www.helpirac.org. That's www.helpirac.org. Looking to sell your property? Looking to purchase a property? Commercial? Residential? Rental? Vacant land? Oakland Real Estate Associates. Over 30 years experience. Let one of our professional realtors guide you through the whole process. You could find us at www.getyouahouse.com. That's www.getyouahouse.com. You can reach us at 248-799-9997. Oakland Real Estate and Associates. Relax. You're almost home. up in November. Uh, it's a fundraiser. Uh, they have two two great singers at the event. It's going to be a real big event at uh, at uh, Palazzo. Yes. Right? And uh, it's going to feature uh, Mundar Fahmi and Linda George, uh, who is the uh, Syrian singer. And Flight Returns not playing this gig? No. You can open oh, up. You, you might valet. <laughs> uh, Rafa will tell you a little more about it. Rafa. It's... Um... For a great cause. It's a Help Iraq slash Adopt a Refugee Party. All the proceeds are going to Mercy, which is funding all seven medical clinics right now back home. This is the only care, health care, that they're getting back home. As you know, a lot of them got displaced. No doctors, nothing. Imagine, you know, a lot of them need medic- medication, need to see doctors. Um, it's a great cause. It's a huge need. It's only $75 a ticket or 650 a table. What's the date? It's Black Friday, November 27th. It includes a five-course dinner, open bar, and cocktail hour. You can't beat it. This is more about awareness 
than anything. I really, really hope everybody uh, comes out. And we're expecting a lot of people. For tickets, you can contact me or you can even call the Adopter Refugee Office, 248-406-2052. And, Rafa, how much are the tickets and what do they include? Uh, he just said it. He just said it, man. $5 a ticket. I thought you were blind, not deaf. deaf. <laughs> it's okay. You can repeat it. I mean, $75 a ticket or 650 for a table of 10. It's open bar, five-course dinner, cocktail hour. It's a really nice place. Have I you think been we there? just reserved our table today, by the way. Did you? Yes. And somebody was asking me the only way they're going to go is if there's alcohol. Open oh, bar. Like me. I said, you know what? Serve them O'Doul's. I said there will be alcohol there. There's Open a one-legged bar. duck swimming. Listen, that night I'm going to be a drinker. O'Doul's, give him Welch's sparkling grape juice. Yeah, Listen, that night I'm going to be, a, be a, a drinker, not a thinker. I will be there. But I have a question for you, Rafa, on this. So, uh, sure. M- Mercy, it's called? Mercy. Medical Emergency yeah. Relief, Christian Iraqi. Okay, so this is the only medical, I guess, facilities or, that they have in northern Iraq, take assume, in the, in the have, refugee camps? Is this is what... Here's, let me just clarify it a little bit. They have existing hospitals. This is Kurdistan. Yes. But a lot of people are, cannot go there because they were in Mosul, which is part of Iraq. Right. Number two, a lot of times they don't accept you because you don't speak Kurdish. You don't know how to communicate. And this is just going to doctor offices. They don't have no money to go to regular doctor offices because, as you know, they left with nothing. Okay, okay. zero. Um, with the weather conditions, with the living conditions, that's not helping. I mean, this is just taking care of their okay. chronic diseases, hypertension, diabetes, and, and things like that. Just preventative stuff? Okay. Yeah. Not just preventative. People so, who are dependent on that. So now, again, this is just for our people. Pretty much the Christians. We don't turn nobody down, okay. but where it's located, of course, we're all the displaced Christians. But, of course, you know, we don't turn anybody down. So they cannot go into a hospital in Kurdistan and get get treated? I mean, Very this rare. is not, I mean, just, you know, just for example, my mom doesn't need to go to the hospital. She needs to go to see her doctor, her doctor. for checkups, right. medication refills, and things like that. You don't go to the hospital. Emergencies, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. We've helped cases, as you know, like baby Virginia and others, and... It's really difficult. A lot of chaos over there. No, right. You know, Rafid's name used to be an acronym too. Well, used to be Cutie, C-U-T-I, chronic urinary tract infection. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I understood what you said, I'd laugh, but I didn't. I know you're too off off the boat. You don't yeah. get this stuff. His ankles are Go play wet. with your guitar in the corner, please. <laughs> so, another recent issue that was that just happened about a week ago is, uh, you know, Mark, oh, I'm sorry, Omar. By the way, I will give more updates on all the Help Your Act projects. At the end. So, but this is priority one right now. Yes. Well, we need to promote it. Awareness, please post it. And... So, so uh, as, as many Chaldeans know uh, are, are familiar with uh, Mark Arabu, uh, who is an activist uh, and, and a, a politician uh, or looking to be a politician out in California. Uh, recently, there was an article uh, that, that talked about Mark uh, is being sued uh, for misusing money. Um, and if, if anybody from San Diego, uh, if we have any listeners right now, uh, I know it's still early over there, but we'd really want, you know, like to get one of you guys on, on board to, to explain some of this, to explain what's really going on. Cause you know, the media sometimes tends to, uh, twist things or exaggerate things, or sometimes they're accurate. So, you know, we want to hear about it. We want to know what's, what the real deal is out there. What's going on with Mark. Uh, and if, and if, if any guys are listening, you know, holler up at us, three, four, seven, eight, five, seven, 
347. That's 347 857 3847. Thank you, Omar. I know nothing about the topic. I don't know if, if Rafa does. I'm Not sure you much, do. Just as much as Omar that he's being sued for uh, mishandling funds or misrepresenting. So is he, a, is he a politician? No, he's really an activist, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And the only thing I know is that he was part of a, a neighborhood market association. Yeah, it's like, like similar to the chamber. Yeah, AFB, uh, yeah. you know. All but right. um, I don't know much about it, to be honest with you. Okay. I don't know about you guys. Don't you, isn't it get a little old, our community, the infighting inside the community? Absolutely. I mean, this is like, it's almost humorous to me after a while, you know, all the infighting and all the bickering. Thank God Omar doesn't do that. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's, I'm the most peaceful guy on Facebook. I'm very politically correct. I'm quiet. I don't say nothing. Mesquite. You're supposed to be. Why is that? Because you're blind. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just I just see so much divisiveness. Uh, it's like, I just don't get it, man. You need a that, hug right now? No, that, I just, I just laugh about it. what I said earlier. It's, it's humorous to me because even within the church, I see divisiveness. I start laughing. I'm like, you're supposed to be preaching goodness by exacting Mark, and it's a shame. Um, not me, not the other Mark. No, I, I don't mind if they attack you. I'm talking about Take the care. other Mark Yarbo. My point is, just like I said earlier, focus on yourself. Be positive. If you want to beat the other guy, prove who you are by Or just positive. do what I do and not pay attention and do your own thing. No, I mean, if you're in competition or whatever it is, just continue doing positive. Cheer for your team, not against theirs. That's the way to do it. There you go. See, he's not all about playing guitar. Yeah, I am, damn it. Yeah. So the biggest issue I would say of the summer, uh, which started in, in, in August and carried on into September and is still going on today, and we'll get into all that. Uh, there was the proposal to to build a mosque in Sterling Heights. Uh, I mean, it made the news, the local news, um, caused a lot of ruckus between the Chaldean community and the Arab community. Um, this is going to be on 15 and Ryan, I believe. Well, you know, that was the idea. Uh, it, it was going to be a 60 foot mosque 20,000 square feet um and it was yeah and it was in a residential neighborhood with a fire station right across the street uh so it raised a lot of um you know zoning issues um you know how are fire trucks going to get through in an emergency when you have prayer five times a day uh you know houses could potentially you know lose value etc uh, etc et that's those are just some of the you know some of the issues in, in terms of zoning uh, but there was also an ethical ethical side to this. A lot of Chaldeans were opposed to it. Um, they were called they were labeled bigots by uh, the Arab American News. They were also labeled bigots by some of our own people and skinheads as well. Okay. Um, they were called skinheads. Oh yeah, they were they, they were labeled as bigots and skinheads. Uh, in well, one you know, article. I, I, I read a couple of articles. I'm sorry about the Arab News. That's not a newspaper. I'm sorry. That's just. They, have you seen their news stories? They just bash and they're looking for fights. They're looking to get people riled up. That's not. A, that's not a legitimate. That's to that's me, it's garbage. trash. It is paper. garbage. I'm sorry. It really is. I will use that paper to line my pig pen, as I've said in the wow. past. They're calling people bigots, but they're the biggest bigots of all. <laughs> have you seen their post? They have to bash well, Israel. Well, why don't we define the word bigot? Jews. Why don't we define it? So look at Webster's Dictionary. Define the word bigot because people use it very loosely, especially the the, the, person, the person in question calling a lot of Chalde my Chaldean brothers and sisters. And then he calls us bigots. So 
I, uh, I went on to uh, Webster's Dictionary, a person who strongly dislikes other people, especially a person who hates or refuses to accept the members of a particular group. Man, uh, I think this is exactly what they preach. But if you, if you look at other definitions of it, the hatred is unfounded usually. Okay, like it has no evidence or not. You know, it's kind of it's like empty hatred basically. That's usually what bigotry is if you look at other uh, uh, definitions of that word. Okay. You know what? I'm sure we had few bigots here, but they're blowing it out of proportion. I mean, is that the worst we did? What they went out there on video and said what? Which is, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm not saying hey, it was good. You know, I know they yelled no mosque, no. Is that the worst but our people ever did? It wasn't all just no, I'm asking you a question. Is that the worst thing that our people? Let's That's compare. True. That's, yeah, let's I, compare. I let's talk. Let's talk about them. What's the worst they have done? Uh, what, chopping what heads. Yep. Go ahead. You go ahead. Somebody, chopping you know. Heads. Uh, raped children, raped boys, young boys, uh, kidnapped, forced conversion. Yep. Okay, forced everything. You name it. Okay, I mean that's we how, live. That's how it's spread anyway, right? But of Just course, so you know. what bothers me, it's not the other side, it's our people uh, that that stick up for that. They're always anti and Any issue that comes up, they take the opportunity. Oh, our people shouldn't act like that. I the ones that drive me well, crazy are the ones that oh we apologize on behalf of my people. Don't yes, apologize on behalf. I of agree my with people. you there, but Please. I think sometimes they just don't understand. They're they're ignorant. Even our people are ignorant. That's the ones we have a problem okay. with. They're ignorant. And I read a, a, a counterpoint or a point on uh, on uh, our publication, Chaldean News, and someone was comparing. Um, this them, issue to the Indians. To the Indians, the American Indians, that they were forced to convert and they were. Ch- That's not true. That's just simply not true. So, again, people that put something in print and then the others that may read it and say, oh, I didn't know that. That must be true because I read it. Yes. It's not true. When the white man came here, he did not. Maybe he, he wronged the American Indian. That for sure is probably very, you know, very true. But the white man did not tell the Indian, you have to convert or I'm going to chop your head off. Did not happen. And she says that's what happened. It's not just simply not true. Yeah. So she, the, the person who wrote the article, I would say, is ignorant of facts. I don't know, I don't know this person. I'm not calling her ignorant. But the, she's not, she doesn't have all the facts, okay, because I don't know her. And then, unfortunately, people that read it and say, oh, I didn't know that, and they take it as truth. Let it's me, not let me true. take that a step further in, with what she said. She also said – Look at the Indians after they were, you know, they were, their lands were taken away. They were put on reservations. They're not bashing the white man. They're sitting there telling uh, their stories. Well, uh, I hate to tell you this, but their life is not rosy and peachy as all that as you're making it out to be. No, they're not just sitting there telling stories. Their, their anger manifested itself in a different way because you have a lot of alcoholics among them. You have a lot who became impoverished as a result of all this. And the alcoholism was a result of it. So they turned to that. What does that tell you? It tells you that it was anger manifesting itself in a different way. It doesn't mean that they were not angry. It doesn't mean that they didn't have resentment or have issues to deal with because of their takeover by the white man. It was just anger and sadness manifesting itself in a different way than our people did. Plain and simple. Which is, I think, what some of the people posting and, and writing articles are saying that our anger is unfounded, or the refugees' people, or the refugees' anger is unfounded. And I, I don't just, I don't think that's necessarily true. I mean, it's it's very well founded and rooted in what's what's happened to them, to their relatives, and to the. Hold on, hold them. on. I want to ask you a question. Did they do anything illegal? 
Who? The the our bigots, as they call them. <laughs> Absolutely not. So hold on. They, the, no, the but Chaldeans, here's the thing. But here, speaking, just, no, they did nothing illegal. I want to speak to the Chaldeans who are apologizing on our behalf. On one hand, okay, you're saying these Muslims have the right to worship because that's our, uh, that's our country and it's their right, correct? By law, By they're law, saying they can same do. thing with the refugees. They didn't do right. nothing. If they want to say down with that, which I don't agree with, but they didn't do anything illegal, right? Why don't right. you speak on their behalf that's and their true. rights? It's freedom right. of speech. Let me explain something to you, to these Chaldeans, and I'm speaking to you. Tomorrow, tomorrow, if about three Chaldeans investors wanted to open a, a strip club or a brewery next to their mosque, by the way, it's legal. If they got the license, it'll be legal, correct? Do you think these same Chaldeans are going to fight for them? You know, nope. I'm going to tell you no. You know what they're going to say? See, our people are ignorant. They're looking for trouble. Why are you antagonizing the community? Blah, blah. The same Chaldeans who, quote, unquote, oh, they have their rights. It's a free country. Blah. Use it against them. Right? Do you think they would come to our defense and say, no, don't put a brewery there. Don't put a bar there. Go because that else. goes against them. Why are you trying to start trouble? Right? True. So what does that tell you? It's all about self-hate. That's all it is. It's not about who did right or wrong in the situation. What do That's you mean self-hate? Like they hate their own community. Oh. They, we have a lot of those people that they just, they resent our they own. Chaldean? Yes. I don't know if it's jealousy. We should mm. just strip them off. That's kind of weird. I never, I don't oh, Absolutely. Like I mean, a lot of times it manifests can we, itself. Can we revoke their membership? You, you hear a lot of Chaldeans talking Put about that. on them. Hold on. Hold on. You've heard this before, right? Look at what this Mark Adam, for example. He's only being sued. He hasn't found guilty yet, right? Yeah. Right. Go a lot read. Assumptions are made. Oh, go go read. Sure. Oh, he's guilty. We you told know, you so. Blah, right? I, I that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's right. resentment. That's There's true. a lot of resentment. A lot of, for example, you see girls resenting other girls. If somebody does something wrong, it's all here's the thing. They're called haters. Here's the thing. I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care. I don't pay attention. I don't care. Because people who have ignorance in their brain and hatred in their heart, that's just the way they are no matter what the Jesus situation Christ, The worst they did is they, they said, no mosque, we don't want mosque here. No, no, they we said, no fine, more mosque. No but, more mosque. Is that the worst thing they did? Did they kill anybody? Oh, that's did like, they... what's his name when he was fighting Sugar Ray and Leonard? No mosques, remember? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Did they chop anybody's head off? No. Did they force anybody out of their homes? No. Huh? Did they rape anybody? Well, they didn't do nothing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. I must. Here, here's right. the funny thing. Well, here's what the what the um the um, I guess it's the imam who said this imam is un-American. Uh, this is un-American. You know, this is un-American. This, what you, this is as un-American. American as apple pie and baseball. That's to right. Voice your opinion and your concern and not get. You couldn't do this in, in the Middle East. One more country. thing, I want to educate you those. Do, you cannot do it in Saudi Arabia. You can't do it in Iraq. You can't do it in Iraq. You can't do it. And voice your opinion against it. You can't do it without any serious. Let me tell you about this losing imam. Your life. I don't know this imam, and I know I think Omar invited him to be on the show. They three accepted times. three times. They accepted, and then they never showed. But let me tell you something to those Chaldeans again, the ignorant ones who think they know it all. Right? Let me tell you something. He says we're not ISIS. We're different. Blah blah blah. No, let me tell you about him. His followers. Oh, who said that? A lot of Chaldeans and him. No, he said that. No, no. He said he said we are like ISIS. No, no, no. No, no, no. About, us about themselves. About themselves. Not His sect, okay. the Shia. Okay. You know what the Shia did to our people in Baghdad? This like after all three once the dam fell. Any alcoholic owned I know. business, I know, damaged, taken away, chased the people. I interviewed people in Jordan. Oh this God. guy, I don't know what he owned a restaurant that served drinks. 
They came in the middle of the night, chased him and his family out. Get out. He's in Jordan without anything. So, yeah, they might not chop heads, but they still oh, force. They run, you, they run you out, of so, course. And I dare. Let, let a Shia call right now and tell me that they don't do that. 347-857-3847. Go read that garbage news, how they're responding. It's they called the us. Arab we're American all drunk. Toilet alcoholics. Paper. Because they're against alcohol. Hold on, I got a funny story. My uh, uh, family member, I won't say who. Uh, he's old now. He's older. Used to have a uh, a nightclub, a nadi, in in Baghdad. Okay, and he told me he goes, my best customers were the ones that would come knocking on the back door. They would come drinking. They are all Muslims. They would take a bottle. He'd pay. They pay the, from the back door. They put it in their jacket and go home and get drunk. He goes, those are my best customers. No, no, they are. They'll drink in public. They just cannot own them. No, no, this is before when they're not supposed to drink. Habibi, they drink. Trust me, right now they oh, drink. I know they drink. I see them at the bar. But Saddam fell. They did. They took the liberty to go and chase every, close down sure. every single. So, so these are his followers. That's what they preach. So, but, of course, these ones that me, defend I don't them. make a difference between a Shia or Sunni. I don't know the difference to, between them, but I know they all adhere to the same religion before. One decided to go. Off to this side and that side, and that's a whole different. And I'm not show here. I'm not here to debate the Muslims again. This is for our people who are not educated. They're I not educated. They do. Oh, yeah, free. They have the right to worship. Yeah, okay. We have the the so people have this, the right this, to this voice all, their opinion this, too. This all gets better. This all gets better. Okay. The last in the last month or two, uh, the Arab American News has found um, some suckers in the community, some sellouts. Okay who are now trying to form an, an Arab-Chaldean coalition, okay? And what are these sellouts doing is they're bashing the refugees now. In an article today uh, in one of the Macomb uh, daily papers, okay, one Chaldean said this, this relationship was, is, is being, you know, this whole thing, the whole Sterling Heights thing, the relationship between our communities is a problem because of the distorted views of the immigrants, how do you guys like that one? Distorted views. They lived among them. They, yeah. they, what are you talking about? The distorted views. You know of what? The That's arrogance. Where, where was this article? No, it's Can not you only arrogance. It? It's disgusting. And ignorance. Do you have that article? I'll send it to me later. I really like to read it. Oh, yeah. I will. That's a joke. That is a joke. Who was that, Oman? It was John Oram. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And, and that's, he, he was quoted in the article? He was quoted in the article. And then you had Nabi Yono, who was calling Chaldeans that opposed it as skinheads and bigots. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to shave my head tomorrow. Now, I'm not releasing names that were personal. These are public. Okay, let me lighten the mood for one articles. second. If they're public, you have nothing to worry about. But let me tell you something. I will fight yes, I to death. There's no such a thing as unity. That's fine. He can try it. I will debate him to death. And I will, like I said, focus on myself and what, what I do. What do you mean there's no such thing as unity? There, there's no way. These guys are trying to bring us, us, us together. We're still Arabs. They Who still is? consider us Arabs. Like we're all one. No way. Wait a minute. No way, no way, no way. Well, if that's what they're preaching, how come it's not happening anywhere else in the world they want to do it here? What no, no, I'm talking about there? the Chaldean and the Arab community here. That we that, are Arabs. The, the, we're not Arabs. But they they the think Arab, we are. Okay, so the Arabs. Uh, want to unite it, but how come they don't do it? Not there, it's our own people. I know them. I'm saying they want it. How come they don't do it back home first? Then, then, then. No, here. they claim back home we were all one. We lived in peace. Yeah, we lived as fourth class, fifth class citizen. We had to abide by their rules. We couldn't openly do whatever we wanted. I remember when I was a kid, I couldn't speak Chaldean. One time, I got beat up because I, I swear to God, I spoke Chaldean. 
and I got beat up when I was a kid. I'll never forget that. What happened? Because I spoke Chaldean to one of my cousins in front of these other Muslim friends. And so how old were you? Like 11, 10. So I didn't learn. I never spoke Chaldean there again until I came to America. So, yeah, I'm sorry. We didn't live in peace all at once. In peace only because we kept our mouth shut. In peace so you wouldn't be blown to pieces? Yes, absolutely. So please don't mislead the public. Here's uh, one quick, uh, just to lighten the mood a little bit. Day one in the NHL so far, Montreal and Toronto, one-to-one with 2.30 left in the second. New York Rangers and Chicago, one-to-one with 5.20 left in the first. Come on, Rafa, it can't all be negative. We've got to talk a little bit positive here. First day of the NHL season, baby. When's, uh, one of the I'm positive, playing. brother. I'm They're off till Friday. I'm not negative. I'm positive. I'm positive about the negative. Speak your mind. <laughs> what do you say to that, Armand? To which part? No, everything. Give us your input. Well, for, for anybody to call the refugees' views distorted, I don't, I don't have any words I for that. I think that's distorted. Because, because that's not distorted. So hold yeah. on. I mean, he's they're, saying they're, back home was great, distorted. and they came here and somebody might have... Uh... He's discrediting, he's dismissing their experiences. Can I read you a quote from Vladimir Putin? Yeah. This is great when he, when people were crying, you know, to him about Sharia law in Russia. Yeah, yeah, I read that. He said, if minorities prefer Sharia law, then we advise them to go to those places where that's the state law. Russia does not need minorities. Minorities need Russia, and we will not grant them special privileges or try to change our laws to fit their desires, no matter how loud they yell discrimination. Man, maybe Putin for president. Here. He's, doesn't that make you get worried when, the, when, they, when Russia yeah. has a real ruler and we're that's like, right. oh. We're apologizing, right. everybody. You know, interesting thing on that topic, though. I I read an article that uh, they they uh, obviously they're they're having airstrikes against ISIS. Yeah. Right. And uh, they're thinking about bringing 150,000 troops to Syria. And he said, "Oh, by the way, uh, Americans, uh, those uh, you know, those uh, flights that you you guys have had, the clone or the uh, the drone flight that you guys have had, they're not really happening here. I don't know your your government is not telling you the truth. I don't know if you read that. Well, did you see that? Did you see also that uh, Putin said that ISIS is so weak that they're just gonna they're gonna decimate them? So they can't, they're even yeah. weaker than they thought they are. That's true. They're afraid to to uh, do their prayers, their call to prayers, because that's where they're gonna bomb. And he also called out the United States on saying that they armed and trained ISIS oh, that we and know. left. But I'm saying it's funny that this he's he's got he's well. If you follow that, uh, you know, obviously the agenda of the of the regime here, let's just say, is to get rid of Assad, right? Mm-hmm. The president of of Syria, which and Putin was, wants to keep Assad in, right? And he's a if you he's a, actually secular, he's a Baathist, mm-hmm. right? Which was what Saddam was, right? Yeah. Saddam was a Baathist, and if you look at the history of the Baath Party, it was founded by two men in Syria, one was Muslim, one was Christian. Wow! So they got along then to develop this this political party to say, listen, and even Saddam did not, in his early years of his, uh, we'll call it presidency, he did not not allow prayers in parliament. He did not allow it. Hmm. He said, look, you want to be Sunni or Shia or whatever, keep that outside. You are Iraqi first. So really, if you look at, I'm not saying, you know, I'm a Baathist, but if you really look at that political party, you're actually a patriot. Right, you're you're Iraqi first, everything else second. Well, I don't know if people agree with it or not. People always say, "Oh, he did this to his people. He killed his own people." I don't Saddam know. Saddam or Assad? Saddam. Saddam. Oh, Saddam. Oh. 
kill his own Saddam people. did, but obviously it was for a reason. When you look at the animals that are running the country now, that no one can keep under control. Well, that's every country in that region. You have no, that's what I'm saying. But you need you need to out thug a thug. Right. At the that's end of the true. day, you need to out thug a thug. That's and that, very true. And look, all these countries that are there he now. Just waved up by man. He can't see <laughs> you. No, he just <laughs> waved him in. I was like, come on in, Omar. Yeah, but that's the the beauty of what Saddam did is he was out thugging the thugs, man. They didn't know was it his body double that was there? That's right. What was he gonna do to them? They're all it was safe in the streets. People had electricity, running water. Right. At least, yeah, at least yep. at least they were taken care of compared that's to true. now. That's true. Very true. So I think uh, unfortunately, if Saddam or if, if Assad leaves or is removed from power. Then we have bigger issues. It's going to be just like Iraq. It'll be a disaster It'll, if Assad's removed. The whole area is terrible. Now you have all these refugees fleeing. They're going to Europe and different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at this. I shake my head at times because you have Middle Eastern countries right around you. Yeah, and none of them take none any of them refugees. take them. Nobody wants them. Saudi Arabia doesn't want them. I mean, Jordan is, is at capacity. I mean, everybody's leaving. Where are they going to go? I just wonder when... The world. One thing I got to give Putin credit for, at least he's recognizing there's crimes against humanity going on. These are these are crimes against humanity. These are not normal things that happen in war. Not you know cutting people's heads off, throwing them in cages, lighting them on fire. Absolutely, all this stuff, putting them on a freaking steak like they're barbecue. I mean, it's like these is the most obscene things ever. At least Putin recognizes that he's going in there to change that. God bless him. Yeah, I Godspeed. I got to give him credit. And somebody's I mean, standing up to him. Yeah. Where, you know, our government doesn't want to, but the reason is it's it's them. They're the ones that train them. Yeah. Right. Well, I like that Putin's like basically coming in, going, "All right, everybody, get the hell out of the way. Get out of Cut our through. I'm going to take care of business myself. None of you guys can do it. We're going to take care of business." That's right. We're um. We're going to get into a little bit of a, the updates with uh, with Help Iraq and, and Rafid right now. Rafid, yes. we're going to get into the, the Help Iraq uh, updates okay. and the uh, what's going on over there. Uh, actually, a lot going on. One, a lot of you have, I'm sure, heard of W2W, which stands woman to woman. A group of salons and boutique owners got together, did an amazing job uh, back in August raised about $5,000. We are trying to send another container. We need to fill it up. As you know, a container is as large as a semi-truck, maybe a little bit larger. We have a lot of items at the Ladies of Charity or uh, um, oh, Chris Thomas Place. Is it Socks and Galore, I think? I'm sorry, I forgot the name. But uh, I think you're getting senile. Yes, I think so, too. So we're having another one on October 12th. There's a couple of salons and a few boutiques. If you visit their websites, go to the Help Iraq uh, Instagram or Facebook page. They're doing a promo. They open up on their day off to service people, and all the proceeds go to purchase these items. As you know, many items are needed, like diapers, women, feminine products, and, and things like that. So please support the W2W. And then I want to mention the party again, November 27th, Black Friday. $75 a ticket or 650 a table of 10. Five-course dinner included, open bar, and a cocktail hour. All the proceeds will go to Mercy, which is handling the clinics back home, seven clinics to take care of our brothers and sisters. Um, and, again, it's at the uh, Grand Palazzo on November 27th. Call the Adopter Refugee Office for tickets, 248-406-2052, or message me. 
and there's a few other ladies involved, Amanda Hermes, uh, Renee Keikos, um, Rina Deza, Joan Metti, and Christina Morado. So if you know any of these people, please reach out to them. We would love to have you at that party. Um, we are getting ready at the Adopter Refugee to maybe take another 200 families in Turkey. We've had little trouble. We have to get the okay from the government, but I think we got it cleared up. Turkey, the situation there is really, really horrible. When I tell you it's horrible, I mean, I think you've seen my post uh, last week where a woman called in and just called one of her relatives here. She has two young daughters. She hides them all day long, day and night. They cannot get out because there they say the people are ISIS, the public. Because this is not in Istanbul, Ankara. These are little towns. They, the UN and the, the Turkish government does not like to put everybody together for political reasons. They think, oh, they might create a party. They create trouble. So they throw five families this way, another five families five hours away. I mean, they're just all over the place. A lot of them, as the bishop mentioned and uh, Father Fadi and others who went to Turkey, they, some of them haven't celebrated Mass in six years. That's a shame. But we don't hear these things here. No, no, our Chaldean people are worried about defending uh, the mosque uh, being built here. Uh, They're no, more concerned no with more that. Mosque. This is why I get upset. But uh, uh, there's a lot of other projects. We'll update you soon in the Help Iraq. If you go on org, you'll see about 30 to 40 projects already been posted and more coming soon. Also visit uh, mercy.helpiraq.org to to keep up to date with that organization's latest activities and what they're doing in terms of the medical uh, medical field over there in uh, in northern Iraq as well. And also TEACH is getting ready to do a couple of programs in Jordan and Iraq because they've worked very hard. And these um, ladies, I should say, are very special and dear to me. They've done oh. an amazing job. Uh, great show tonight. I want to thank everybody, Rafid, Mark, uh, oh, Sam, Steve. Uh, it was a great show. Good job, everybody. We'll see you all next week. All right, baby boy. God bless everyone. Thank you. Guys. Thank you.